principles. In other words, to bring home the money. Ronald Reagan knows this. Rockefeller knows this. That the best way to destroy black men is to deny them the opportunity to work. You know what I'm getting at, because Bill Moyes didn't tell you that was Vanishing Black Family documentary. One of every three marriages in this country, black or white, ends in a divorce in 18 months. Now, you see, it used to be if you got divorced, something was wrong with you. But when you have a stat this high, something must be going on in our society. I now want to explain what that is. When America believed in agriculture, America believed in extended family. When America believed in the factory industrialism, America believed in the nuclear family. But the, now that America believes in the computer, now America believes in a single-parent family. Make sure you see my analysis. When the economy changed, the family structure changed. There was more than love in these relationships. There was some money involved here. Our grandparents worked the fields together, had economic reason to stay together, and so they did. In a factory, man works in factory, woman takes care of children. Economic reason, again, to stay together. But in this new economy, where you now have women working just as much, if not more, than men, you now hear women telling men, I don't need you. Got my own job. Do what I want to do when I want to do it. And we are now doing it very well and by ourselves. You know the number one song in America a couple years ago? Ain't nothing going on but the rent. If you want to be with me, you got to have a J-O-B. It's all about money. All about money. When the economy changed, the family structure changed. Basically, I was driving in Dallas normal day um i'll insert some clips of you know my day and i was having an amazing day and i had just went to the usps office to drop off my orders i go every monday um and then i went to chick-fil-a after i left chick-fil-a i was going to meet up with you know a guy for a date and um i was headed home to get ready for my date so basically on my way back home there's two lanes and um one lane was a turning lane so there's only two lanes to drive in one of the lanes or it could have been three i'm not really sure i don't remember how many lanes but basically the lane that i was in was blocked there was a truck stopping everyone a delivery truck with its hazards on so everybody was having to shift over from that lane into the other one it was my turn to shift you feel me a few more feet up i'm gonna hit this truck so it's my turn to get over and at the end of the day if somebody needs to get over you should let them get over what is one car gonna do for you what is one car how is one car gonna just stop your day you feel me so, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's my turn to get over. And as I'm getting over, this um, lady gets mad. You know, she gets, she's offended. I guess she felt like I cut her off. And the reason why she's acting so crazy is because she knows she has a gun in her car, which is why she's triggered. You said one or two, okay, okay. Yeah, but you let these niggas tell it, bro. They gonna t uh, act like, as if they. Oh man, every bitch I had. <laughs> Log it off, man. Hit that like button right now. Hit that share button right now. Hit that subscribe uh, button right now. Share this. Uh, you know what I mean, I, Fred. I already did that, bro. I might, I might though, but I already did that, bro. I told y'all that I was going to be more active this week.
I took a break for them weeks because I was allowing American Pimp reviews to to basically breathe. I wasn't, uh, you know, staying away just to stay away. Of course, I got things to do. But at the same time, I wanted to give you an opportunity to enjoy the reviews that I did about American Pimp. You know what I mean? But another another thing, you know, when you hold us and dolus, you know, and you don't have a pee partner uh, that's mobile, or you like me, you don't like asking another nigga for anything, and you're going to take it upon yourself to do a lot of shit. These are things that you have to do. If you're going to be going inside the Greyhound, you know what I mean? Especially the Greyhound. Even at the airport, you need to be looking like, but uh, Greyhound, you know what I mean? A lot of individuals, this, you know, most peas, this whole Sandola is going to be at the Greyhound. Every once in a while, every blue moon, you might catch a holus and dolus pimp. You know, props. You know what I mean? Because street niggas wouldn't do certain things. So in my eyes, you a bitch. In my eyes, you ain't no man. In my eyes, you ain't no pimp. And you know the type of nigga I am. If we was in person, I'm going to let you know that. You know that. I ain't going to sit up there and bite my tongue. You know I'm going to spank you with this pimp. I'm going to spank you with the truth. Yeah. Ain't going to be no pee what you say and I'm going to stutter on my words or, or any of that. No, I'm going to say exactly what I said. That you ain't no pimp. That you ain't no man. You know what I'm saying? And what you did was a car remove. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that. Hold on for a minute. Let me make sure everybody's statements is going on. Some of you niggas in the same motherfucking circumstance and you gonna be. You gonna remain in that same circumstance because you a sucker. And you ain't got no game. You ain't got no game, man. You don't got no motherfucking game, man. And you about to sit up there and be fucked up. Some of y'all about to remain fucked up in that Vegas. You know what I mean? You about to be fucked up. And when I hear about it, I ain't gonna post about it. I ain't gonna laugh. Cause y'all would laugh at my captivity. You would laugh at my uh, calamity. You would laugh at a tragedy happening to me. But if I do it, I couldn't do it because I'm incapable of The marathon is about seeing long term, seeing a vision, understanding that nothing really worthwhile happens overnight and just sticking to your script long enough to make something real happen. Laying a brick every day instead of trying to build a brick wall. Just Lay a brick every day. Eventually you look up, you gonna have a brick wall. I've never been one of the people that could be comfortable being careless. Some people, I, I, I notice the quality that they don't have that, they just don't have the, 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 the I guess, the pressure on themselves. You know, they just have a little bit of a, 
a comfort that I don't have. I don't feel comfortable unless I know I went above and beyond with my preparation. The things that possibly could happen, if I ain't take real steps to prevent those things, I'm not comfortable. I can't walk around, you know, charismatic and happy. No, I gotta make sure, you know, we setting up some type of wealth because we might have we might have a little bag right now, but we know a lot of people had a bag right now and they ended up bad. We got a core business, which is for me, music. But then it's about building an enterprise around it. And I think, you know, that's what we see Jay-Z has done. That's what we see um, Puff has done. The music don't become how you pay the bills. It, it's a lot of pressure off of it. You got other things bringing in income. You can make music solely as an artist. You know, I was always a hustler. So mm -hmm. when I talk to a young dude, I'm like, bro, my advice to you is going to be money advice. I don't going to get ph ph uh, philosophical. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> bro, get you some money, you're going to feel different. Straight you, up. It might, you might even, all that other advice I could have gave you, this is the short version. You know, get you a couple dollars, man. You're going to feel different. Obviously, having a passion for music since day one, the dream and the vision was to, um, you know, start a label and start a, a music movement, a music brand. And then just thinking like, as a chess player, you know, assuming that we would have success in music, the next thing became, dang, what will we do next? And just looking at the blueprint that people like Jay and Puff laid, we like want to, you know, offer our opinion into fashion. Yeah, so <clears throat> the actual brand, the name of the brand obviously is the Marathon, and it just stands for endurance, it stands for staying down, it stands for like not quitting accepting the ups and downs of whatever game you commit yourself to and riding it out, you feel me? Because, you know, that's the reality of, uh, you know, success or greatness that it come with a roller coaster ride, you know? So I think that anybody could apply the marathon concept to what they do, if it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music. Um, if it's hustling, whatever, you just on a you on a marathon, you know. So to make that the basis of our, you know, fashion line, um, I look at it like you know we honor the people that ain't quit. We honor the people that stay down. You know, I be juggling. You know what I'm saying? I juggle a lot. I play a lot of positions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Um, my mentality when I when I do start to be like, damn, this is a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, this that's what it's supposed to feel like. If if you are going toward what the vision look like, and that's like greatness. That's you know, on multiple levels. Mm -hmm. That's the vision that I'm working toward. So I'm like. I just think about that, like this shit ain't supposed to feel, you know, comfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable, it's supposed to stretch you. It's supposed to be a burden to a degree. And you gotta, you know, wrap your mind around that and accept it and embrace it. And you catch some wisdom off of that, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, get the wall. Nah, you know what I'm saying? We used to have a studio set up here, you know what I mean? And just motivation on the wall, you know what I mean? We brainstorm, round table. A lot of times, if we ain't at the studio, we ain't at the shop, we come on mat, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta all money in, you know, stay focused. Quitting is not an option. Six O's make a million. Big money only. You know, talk about it, be about it. You know what I mean? How hard are you really going? Different things that you wake up to, you know what I mean? When you're on this marathon. Words is powerful, you know? And I think that um, the ability to articulate, you know, you can, you, can, you can really impact people. I think as human beings, everybody has a natural gift and a natural passion but then you go outside and you get influenced and you, and you feel pressure from, from what's going on outside. And so, you know, I read one time, like, would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world or at peace with yourself and at war with the world? And that was powerful for me. Man, most important thing, number one, is you got to get rid of doubt. If you got doubt in what you're doing, it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? And the way to do that is you have a plan. Because if you got a plan, it's not like just a pipe dream. You have a step-by-step -step list of things to do to get to your goal. If you don't have that, it's very hard to really have faith in what you're doing. Because soon as something pop up, it's going to look like the end all. But if you got a game plan of everything you need to do, you know, one thing pop up, well, I still got to do this, 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 and that, so this ain't going to stop me. You know what I'm saying? Another thing pop up. Shit, I accomplished this two things. I, since the, my last obstacle, I only got three more things to do. Let me keep pushing. Fuck it. Pretty soon you 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 attained your goal, and then you create another one. But without a game plan and without a, a strong sense of faith in what you're doing, it's gonna be real hard to accomplish anything. And I know you know it's a lot of obstacles out here. Family, baby mamas. The legal system, trouble with the law, you know, your homeboys being involved in the in, in crab in the bucket syndrome, where you know what I mean, you making moves and, and starting to make your way out, and people start trying to attach themselves to you and really become weight, you know what I'm saying, extra weight. And sometimes it's like kamikaze, they blow themselves up trying to stop you. So, you know. You just gotta, you gotta have faith in what you're doing and, uh, and not take no for an answer. You'll get it. It'll be a long run, but you'll get it, for sure. You gotta go hard, you gotta believe in yourself, and you gotta have a sense of humor. And know that bullshit is gonna happen. You can't be too serious about it, too emotionally affected when bullshit happens. You have to just stick to the script, believe, have overwhelming confidence, be your own biggest fan, your own biggest believer and put it on your back and carry the weight. You feel me? Success to me, I say it a lot, it's just being able to do what you love to do and, and support yourself off of it. Live your dream and do what you love to do every day. So I'm successful in my eyes, because I don't sell dope, I don't go to work, when I do music and I love to do it. And that's all I have to do to maintain. Number one, you know, I just feel better, homie. I sleep better, you know what I mean? I just, I got a, a level of, like, 
I'm at peace with what I'm doing. I feel good about what I'm waking up doing and about my lifestyle. At one point, I, mean, I, I wasn't proud of my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I wasn't content with what I was doing on a day-to-day -day basis. I wasn't happy with that. So it was eating at me. Even though I'd be on the surface, cool and straight, deep down I wasn't, I knew that this wasn't the direction of what I need to be doing. Now I wake up with the feeling that I'm going in the direction that I'm here for. Like what I'm on this planet for, I'm doing it. When you don't have resources, you're in survival mode. You know, so being in survival mode automatically rules out a lot of things. Because you don't care about morality, because you don't experience morality. You experience, you know, the need to survive. You don't experience, you know, fairness. You don't experience planning for the future. You just experience my ribs touching. You know what I mean? And it's better me than you. And you know, it's a survival instinct that kick in. So I think once you get out of the survival mode, your, your morals come back closer to, to your daily decision-making. You start thinking about what's right and what do I believe in? But until you get out of survival mode, you ain't got time to be worrying about right and wrong. You worrying about bottom line. You know what I mean? By any means necessary. So I think that economics is the answer. Empowering people economically is how you really, really impact. But I don't know if it's about dropping a bag of money in the hood. I think it's about impacting culture in a way that, you know, the mentality changes. Um, I couldn't make a blanket statement to just the young people doing dirt. I don't think that's honest. You know what I mean? It's context for everything. Nothing happens in a vacuum, you know? But I would say that, you know what I mean? You're gonna lay in the bed you make. You're not gonna get away with nothing in terms of the energy. You know what I mean? You might beat the, the camera or the police. They might not catch you for what you're doing, but the energy is always gonna return to you. So when you when you just living in this in this cycle of being negative all day and just putting out negativity and, and that's the only energy you putting out, it's gonna return to you in different form than you put it out in. So I would just say, you know, master your energy. Do your best to master your energy and your and what you put out, you know, and um unless that's what you want. You know, because you, you're entitled to whatever you want to create, whatever experience you want to create for yourself. But if you're tired of that shit, adjust the energy. You know what I mean? As best you can, adjust, adjust what you wake up thinking and what you say. And then, lastly, what you do. And that's not an easy thing to do because it's, it's such a pressure in, the, in, the, in these areas to just go by the, the way things are. But, you know, it's a lot of examples that you could look up to as young kids in the streets. You could look up to a, you know, a Kendrick Lamar. Not the words, forget what he's saying, just where he came from. I seen him, you could, you could YouTube him freestyling the Nickerson Garden Projects. You could look up to a Nip Hustle. 
you know, you could look up to any one of these gods that came from this, this, this hopelessness and, and, you know, wiggled their way through it. You know what I mean? And you can reverse engineer what they did. You know, look at the steps. What 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 happened? The example I would like to set is my month demonstration. Like, yeah, you can get it. It wasn't no outlet for me. I was on Crenshaw and Sloss and I created an outlet. My trunk. You feel what I'm saying? If everything is cheap. The camera we filming this interview on is probably less than two hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So you can you can definitely touch people for the for a small amount of money if that's what you want to do. It's no longer a ten thousand dollar camera, two hundred thousand dollar studio. It's not that that day and age is over with. It's it the playing field is level. So if you got an idea and a game plan and you want to do something, you can really do it. And I, that's my example. I said all my original goals. I met them. I had, I had I had goals as somebody coming out the street, so I didn't have a hell of a entertainment set of goals. I never wanted to win a Grammy. That was not my goal coming out the street. Them is music goals now that I'm a, I'm 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 in the music game. That was never my goal. I never thought about selling a million records. I thought about you know doing something legit to to make my money. And being able to, you know, not worry about when I heard the helicopter later at night thinking they was coming to kick the door down. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I read an article that Joel Santana made 15000 a show. I don't know if it was true or not, but I'm like, damn, you can make 15000 a show? That's how I was thinking at that time. Like, you know, what we did... As teenagers to make fifteen thousand, you get a lot of years for it. Absolutely. So you know you could go do a tour where you make that every night, and then I remember looking at every state. Like it's fifty states. If I could sell a thousand units in each state, Indy, at eight dollars a unit, you know what I mean? I could make somewhere near half a million if I just figure out how to do that. And that was my little entry-level goal so you know we we, we established and accomplished them things early and I had to re, re, re-develop my goals now that I was in the game and I learned niggas get a million to show niggas get half a million to show I didn't know that I didn't know that you know you got I knew but I didn't I didn't think that it was realistic that you could really sell millions and millions of records and become a global brand so as I became exposed to these situations, met these people that performed on that level, and like, you know, you ain't no smarter than me. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just in a position. You just, you know, you, 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 you sitting in, in, in a space where you could execute on that level. You know what I mean? I start reestablishing what my goals were. One thing I noticed about myself when I, when I like, uh, I think, you know, thoughts is powerful in yeah. all facets. Because even my career, even my life, you know, things end up turning out exactly how I visualized them. Not right. not in this time frame I expected. You know what I'm saying? You always want shit to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just had clear visions. You know, obviously outside of my girl. I just mean the music right, and, right, and right. hustling and just how I viewed myself as an adult when I was a young dude coming up. 
And uh, your thoughts powerful. That shit pretty much come to life if you stick to your script. Creative destruction, a risky business of going against the grain. The reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Oh my God. It's radicals, you know what I'm saying? she is because i know others and um and like people really like this hair and i see why i'm always gonna recommend this hair for body wave again i've only been wearing this hair for a few days and i do love it this is a wig of course it's a unit that renita underscore lane made bestie um but of course you know i haven't been wearing it for that long so i'm gonna keep you guys posted um, but I love this hair. Like right now, it's just giving me everything. And at this point, if I don't pull somebody who's rich, wealthy, and ready to pay some bills, then um, then it's me. It's me. If you no, honestly, if you can't pull somebody that's ready to spend a check with this hair, with this, it's you. It's you. It's you. It's not them. It's you. Because honey, I'm ready to spend a check on me. I'm ready to go. Get some money on my bank and go just throw it on me. Like, period. Just because this hair is that bomb, I mean, literally. Okay, but no, no, I'm going to keep y'all updated. Because, you know, I'm always bragging about some hair and then we never know. But, no, I really do like this hair. Shout out to them, Shalara Beauty. I'm going to attach all their information in the description box. Okay, so let's get into some finesse tip for Bumble. Because Bumble is my favorite app to use to finesse. I actually have another app. <laughs> That I found that I will be putting on my Patreon. Um, I probably will be dropping on my Patreon tomorrow. Oh, I started a Patreon. Oh, I'm getting it. Like, you can have haters subscribe. You can have stalkers subscribe. You can have your exes subscribe. You can have your friends boo subscribe. Oh my God, y'all. I've literally had so many people that I know subscribe. And when I tell y'all, it's really awkward. Like, I'm not shipping. I'll take your money. But it's just kind of awkward. Because it's like, I know you. Like, you know, you're subscribed to me. I don't know y'all, but it's not that deep, obviously, but that is where I kind of had to start setting boundaries when people was like DM me and offer me like $5,000 to meet up in person. I don't want to meet you in person. Like, not bashing prostitutes or anything, but I'm not a prostitute. Like I'm not, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to make easy money off of posting pictures i don't want to do nothing else so I sorry my camera died guys but um yeah so i really just had to set boundaries with guys that wanted to ask me to do things that i didn't want to do and sometimes you'll run into subscribers who get mad at you and want to come for you and stuff like that and one thing about me i'm gonna argue with you I don't know why, but I guess people think because, like, I have, like, you know, a kind of a following and stuff like that, that they think I'm not going to respond back. But me, I will argue with you. I know that I have to stop, and I know that I shouldn't care what people say, but y'all, if y'all see the types of things that these dudes and people be messaging me when they get mad that I don't want to do something that what they want me to do, 
they really have the audacity and I hate when people feel really entitled to stuff that they don't need to be entitled. Like nobody is entitled to my body just because they paid $20, $25 to see me. So don't argue with me to try to change my mind about it. You gonna kick it, you smoke, you drink. I'm a boss, we can do whatever you wanna do. Whatever you wanna do. And what you wanna do? You wanna go what you want where you wanna go? Put my number in your phone, tell me where you wanna go, we go wherever you, know, you wanna go. I did, I said please. Damn. Please. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. What's your fine ass? Shit. I'm only in town for the night. Yeah, lock me in real quick. Don't tell me what to do. Damn, I ain't trying to tell you what to do. I'm just telling you lock me in. I'm just, yeah, I'm just guiding you. Yeah, please. I said please. I already said please. Don't call me. Just text me. Just text you. What, you got a boyfriend or something? No, I got it. Yeah, all right. Damn, what's up? I got my eyes on you. You everything that I see. What's up? How are you? For real, if you be the cash, I'll be the rubber band. You be the match, I'll be the fuse. That's cute. Life without you would be like broken pencils. Pointless. That's cute. That's you like different. that? Yeah, can I get your phone number? Mm, I guess. I can get it? I guess. What's your phone number? What's your name? My name's Gerald. Okay. What's your name? I'm Zeta. Zeta, put your number in here. Yeah, lock me in. I'm gonna lock you in. Yeah. All right, baby. I'm gonna hit you up. All right. It was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. All right. Put some lotion on hands. Yeah, you find it. Because I'm already in jail, it's nothing you can do me. If you ain't gonna electrocute me. So I'm not finna. You already got me in here. I feel like you already got me in here for no reason. So I, so I have to show you that I can still do my thing in here. You know, I still got to feed my family on the outside. So I basically was a drug dealer in prison. I got to keep it real. I was a drug dealer. Okay. So I assume just with weed or other shit as well? Weed, coke, uh... Codeine, X-Pills, Mojo. I got it in, Vlad. I had, you know, I had to feed my family. Okay. So, so how do you smuggle drugs into a prison? Is it through your, your female, female visitors? that They just stick it up there and pull it out? Or is there... Different ways. Nah, <laughs> nah. I can't go into those things because my guys, they still got people okay. doing it. But uh, <laughs> it, it ain't hard, man. It ain't hard at all. Because uh, I heard these days they use uh, drones. They just take a drone and just put it over the wall and then just drop the pack. Yeah, that drone, a motherfucker. Nah, I wouldn't own the drones when I was in there, but that's the perfect way. Now, nah, if you got a drone... You can look and see where the police at, tie a motherfucker to it, and just drop it off. You know, when the work crew come up in the morning, they just pick it up, bring it to you. Yeah, that's the lick right now. Do you send your children to school, brother? You yeah. know, I'm quite sure they'd be around white people. I'm quite sure there's white teachers all up in there, you and know? And then when you got to take a picture in the album book, come on, man. When you got to go to work, I'm quite sure, family. Let's deal with reality. 
Really There's no escaping white people, man, right now. <laughs> There's no getting out of this shit. You're going to do business with them um, uh, with your will or you're going to do it without your will? There's no getting out of this shit, man. You got to have some type of allies sometime. I don't make no qualms about taking the white man money. He take mines every goddamn month. I will sell to the white man. I ain't got no problems with that. Because I know he takes my money every goddamn month, man. Every month. Peace and Black Power family. What's your name and where you calling from? What's up, son? It's Real G's in the building. Real G's in the building. Yeah, boy. What's going on, Real G's? <laughs> All right. We're going we to have... We're going to have a real good conversation real quick, okay? Yeah. I'm going to say a few things, and then I'm, I'm going to linger around, and, and we're going to talk because um, I think I see what's going on. What's happening is that when Brother Polite came up with that money, right, he looked at the people, and some of the people felt like he's shitting on them. When he said, y'all say I sold out, I say I came up. You started flashing your cars. You started flashing money in our face. And a lot of people feel like... I would never be able to fathom why somebody would say that to me. Going after the parent company will, will not gain traction. What the hell are you talking about? Why would I want to get Gucci if they're one of 14 companies? And then risk our people buying from the other companies talking about they mad at Gucci. I'm going to go after the parent so the offspring can all be terminated. We're going to abort this whole situation. What are you talking about? Like, holding on to these weird ideas. Just because just you just want to say Gucci badly. Like, chill out, bro. You are getting after Gucci. You get to get Gucci when you go after Karen. Like, chill out. Why would you nullify what I'm talking about when Gucci is involved with it? You still get to attack Gucci when you attack Karen. But you don't get to attack Karen if you attack Gucci. Like, come on. Who is out here listening to this? Who are you people? For real, are y'all real? Or are y'all just here to distract people and continue to keep the argument going or what? Like, at some point, you got to tap out and say, yo, come on, bro. You know you know what it is. How about them swan doors? Yeah, let's talk about that. Because this right here, yeah, let's, let's talk about them swan doors, man. Oh, yeah. It's a rainy day, folks. It's a rainy day. Um, it's definitely a are doing what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to hear this shit, and you're supposed to chop it up with your boys. But listen, let me tell you why you're supposed to do that. Then I'm going to let you go. Bro, you got to make sure that them dudes you talking to are sharper than you, are at least as sharp as you. Right now, you don't want to be the leader, but you want to be part of a group of motherfuckers that's sharp. And the reason you want to be a part of that group is so when y'all kick it, you ain't going to hear no stupid-ass shit. It may be different from what you think, but it's going to be coming from a cat that got your respect. So you have to try to see what this motherfucker is saying. Even though you may not go for it, ultimately, you at least got to see what he's saying. Otherwise, you can't be stuck on just your view. 
you gotta give. Uh, I, I see Sean is on here. I'm gonna use him as an example. Uh, you gotta have the confidence that somebody you trust, you can talk to, and tell them blah blah blah. So I call up Sean and I tell him, woo woo, and man. You know, it was like this for me. And he said, yeah, bud, but, you know, you could have actually did this. It's simply because he's telling me something different. We appreciate you. Let's see. Shout out to DJ Drama. DJ Drama again. Oh, man. DJ Drama had a, a lot of $4 joints. DJ Drama oh, again. Okay. Okay, wait, here I go with the crazy news story. So I found a random story. Actually, this was terrible. So a guy, um, his 21-month-old daughter died in the car because he, when the, I guess, tow people and police people showed up, he accidentally locked the baby in the car. This this wasn't a situation where, like, he left the kid in the car. He was, like, beefing with his girl and, and on some, like, flustered shit. He accidentally locked the, the baby in the car. But, but this is where it gets sad and tragic. Um, he did not want to break the windows of his new car because he didn't have the money to get windows replaced. And when the insurance people were suggesting that they were going to send out a locksmith, he also declined that because he didn't have the money for it. And I was just reading this story like, damn, like, I know he didn't want Blog Talk Radio. I let a bitch get away with something last night. I shouldn't have let her get away with it. And, and, and I'm saying, if you're trying to make having bitches a business, you already fucked. Mm. You're listening to your number one radio station. Rosebud, better dope. What's happening? This is the goddamn ass Rosebud show. We gonna get down today, man. I got so much stuff to talk about. Um, you know, you can call in, ch- you check the show out six five seven three eight three zero eight zero nine. Call in, uh, press one if you want to ask a question. Other than that, let's get started, man. Uh, you know, we talking you know, all the stuff that let's he talked about. Let's keep this PG thirteen. I'm even closer. Like. It, I got I got so much like material that's like damning, and it's all recorded. I just want to make sure I get the people's permission to uh, to release it. Um, like, I thought anybody that's not his girlfriend, like regular people that have voiced their, I, I didn't get my because I'm hearing that he ain't giving no refunds. At first, it wasn't I'm gonna get no 
returns for all of 2019 before COVID. Now I there's mean, no refunds on here. Even employees. So he he's got uh, a couple employees that like just spoke on the fact that they they had to basically like if Jay owed them nine thousand, it would be a negotiation like for whatever amount of money um, Jay was going to pay out. Like Jay never wants to pay the money. Like he you know like he. You know, every every one of the employees I spoke with, and I, I mean, like, literally, I can just play, you know, a couple of recordings real quick. It's the same thing. You'll hear it over and over again. It's a you can give us one. Get us a, give us a record. No doubt in my mind, bro. This is, this is his, uh, his former internet marketing uh, uh, manager. Kind of, like, married to, like, his, his, like, vision and what he's doing, despite the fact, like, you see these little turning but the handle was not and um i he was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry this has never happened before i can't believe this so he said can you facetime me now i agreed to let him facetime me because he wanted to see the door so i facetimed him and i said hi briefly and then i immediately flipped the camera so that um he could see what was going on so he was telling me like giving me verbal directions like turn it left turn it right try to twist it try to open the latch and then he goes did you try putting the key in the bottom lock and that was confusing because i was like there there is no bottom lock and you would know that because this is your property like you should know that so i thought that was really odd so he goes okay 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 i'm gonna call emergency maintenance now we hang up the phone and i kind of laughed to myself because i'm like Ugh. I think I fucked up. I think that I am the reason that this door isn't opening. I thought that earlier on, I had removed this too fast and somehow um, damaged the lock or damaged the handle in some way. That is what I thought to myself. That was the only logical thing in my head. So I kind of felt bad because I was being really rude to him for something that I, at the time I thought was my fault. So I get in my car and I'm sitting there um, doing whatever I was doing to pass the time. Wall out, put an AC unit in the mall. <laughs> hey, I did so much to that building. I probably was in there about 15 months. I got the hell on because it was small. Hmm. Shit probably was 700 square feet. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a check cash plate. I turned into a studio. Hmm. So when they got open over there in the Metropolitan, I was like, well, shit, two chain. Everybody over there. See, mm -hmm. I want to be where everybody else at. Lucha. Shit, what I want to be over here on, when I know this shit just boring in my neighborhood, right here on Moreland, the other end of Moreland, not in the neighborhood of Moreland. I'm on the far distance of Moreland. I'm like, hell no. Nah. So when they got me an opening in Metropolitan, I took it. Yeah. Shout out to my boy, too. My boy helped me get that motherfucker. He was already in there. Hmm. He wanted to move to another location. So I got the location. How long I you was, been there now? I was there six years. Okay. I just left in January. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, got me a bigger place. Hmm. 5,000 square feet. That's it. Three, four studio room. Recording, opening, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's all a setup. It's how you want to do it. Mm -hmm. You get you, you're supposed to decrease. I increase every time. I ain't going to never not increase. It's, but, you know, certain shit, you take time. I, it probably took me two months to get my shit together in the other studio. Definitely, yeah, it's been about shit. Four months. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, just jumping in that motherfucker like recording tomorrow. I get everybody calling, bro, you ready? You ready? Like, nah, motherfucker ain't ready. <laughs> but they'll be ready.
two, three weeks. Okay. Okay. That's that's the only that's the only condition. That's not condition. That's just real shit. All love is unconditional love, and it's supposed to be. For the people who think that it shouldn't be unconditional, then you people got problems. Take for instance. I know this guy, right? He had a kid by this chick. They, uh, matter of fact, they was together for a while. From high school, my dude got locked up. Had to do five. Did four, four years, eight months, rather. Something like five years. He came home and got back with his ex, his baby mom's. Come to find out, they doing their thing. Everything is going good. So he thinks. His right-hand man, a nigga, a nigga he put on, and put money in his pocket. It's the same nigga that was kicking his back in behind his back to his woman. Not even telling truth, telling half truths and lies. Talking about, oh yeah, we went to this, he had a French, she had a, she had a beach house, we went to a party, and he, uh, he was in a room with the door locked. It's all I did was having sex. Cause I heard her moaning. Now, number one, if you if you are right, if you, that's your right hand man. You don't know something, and they bring you in, and they DA say we want to take him to court, and I have to go through the system. They put me in a bullpen to my I'll be by myself. That shit didn't happen. I had a bunch of people in there. Right? And then from there, but you know, when I got the Brooklyn house, they showed me love, you know what I'm saying? How long you was in there for? Uh, a couple of hours, nine hours. You know, I didn't have to go to a facility. I went right from court, and I've been released from my own R&R. &R. They gave me release after that. But, you know, when I was up there, right, and, you know, everybody was there, all the chiefs was there, everybody was supporting me. They mm. said, yo, you want something to eat? I said, nah, I'm not eating my fast. He said, oh, you're a Muslim now, huh? <laughs> They have crazy jokes. Was that was that was that a was that a, a a hard time in your life that time? You know what I mean? Was that a hard time? I like how you. Stand. Let me tell you something. I admire you. I tell you why. And I'm not saying this to say this because the fact that you're standing on your square means a lot to me. Because I I feel like if we if we believe in something, you know, we shouldn't bend or fold. That's not what I believe in. I believe that. You too. know, and you're standing on your square, and you married. You're married. That's right. I watch your page. I look at your page happily. Right. Happily. Turned up. <laughs> Turned up. Don't give a fuck. Uh -huh. And I like that. I, I, right. I co-sign you. you. But was that about. a hard time in 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 your life? Because the 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 image that was painted behind it, and the reason why I'm not pushing it, the reason why is because of what people would say. They see this is what people would say. That's why mm. I, you can address it however you want. And I, and I want to reiterate that. Because I did give your wife my word, yeah, wherever she is. What do is invite black men in. I encourage black men to volunteer in your local school because the men are not there, so we need to have you there. In addition to that, we also want to change, the symbol for change is the triangle, to change the methodology, to begin to use a right brain learning activities. In other words, more, more hands-on learning objects in terms of fine arts, artifacts, pictures, and the like. We also recommend that we emphasize academics over athletics. We must give more glory to academic achievement than we do athletic achievement. These are the strategies we recommend for the school. 
to one, study it, increase male teachers, increase role models, look at a right brain learning style, and emphasize academics over athletics. Lastly, for solutions, we also want to look at the community. The community has a program to destroy black boys. We must have one to protect and develop black boys. One program is the Boy Scouts. It's an excellent program. It teaches black boys skills. But the problem is the Boy Scout master may be homosexual, may not know black history. The Boy Scouts may be nothing more than the junior army. But it's an excellent program. It teaches black boys skills, but it may not do anything else. Another program is Big Brothers, an excellent concept. It gives black males a role model. But the Big Brother may be homosexual, may not know black history. If so, the conspiracy is going to continue. Able to, you know, for most of my life. You know what I mean? Just traveling, you know, just picking up and going to somewhere and just trying to fool and just doing different things. So I'm definitely about to start doing that on my channel and um, pull up to China Mac TV and, you know, see a success story, man, a real success story. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. That's what it is. Well, congrats on everything you're doing. Uh, every time I see you, you you're doing well. Uh, it seems like you've, you know, gradually improved your whole situation since we originally met, which is right when you first got out of prison. Right. And, uh, man, I love to see that. I absolutely love it, man. So, Yo, thank you, bro. You. And, again, man, thank you for, for the opportunities, man. I appreciate you, brother. Of course, man. My pleasure. Until next time. All right. Peace. You know, my little man from the pride that's younger than me, he had a beef with this dude named Twin in Attica. You know, imagine he did his thing in there. and well, Who's Twin? Twin, twin is, 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 is... From the Bronx? Nah, nah. He from Brooklyn. He from Brooklyn. Then what... I can't, I can't think of his government name. Oh, yeah, Manny, Manny. Name is Manny. Twin, it's two, two brothers, twin. They can boss good dudes and shit. They is my peoples and shit. You know what I'm saying? But he had crossed the line, twin, when he could uh, go. I one thing I am. I'm protective of anybody from around the way that comes to prison. When I was up to any of these dudes from this area, Marcy Santa, yo, I'm with them 100%. You know, even if they was younger than me, you know, I'm going to be, once I find, yo, these some dudes, they said they from around your way. Where they at? Yo, you all right, shorty? So anyway, Madge is way younger than me. So make a long story short, I think it was dealing with some currency or something. But anyway, Twin tried to hit Madge in a mess or in Attica. He chased Madge. Hold on, keep talking loud. You start whispering like there's somebody over here. Oh, yeah? Keep talking all right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Okay, now, um, Majesty and Twin, they had a little disagreement and shit, you know what I'm saying? I think it was over some financial thing, but anyway, make a long story short, Majesty from my project younger than me, and I always, like, dudes come through the system that I know from 206 area, my area, I zip code 11206, um, I usually, like, I ain't gonna say I put them under the wing, but I make sure no harm will come to them if I could, if I could help it. And I could help it. Twin had chased majesty and added a message. When you get locked up and you from Long Beach, especially in the penitentiary, but even in the county, we was, at least where I was, we was running it like that. If you from Long Beach, we all together. It don't matter if you enemies on the street or whatever the case. If you from Long Beach, it's the LBC car. You're a non-affiliate, you're a banger, you're from enemy territories, 
east side, west side, north side, whatever, we all together. So, um, but I'm, I'm, an, I'm still a non-affiliate though. So, not only am I young, they're not respecting the fact that I'm young. They're not respecting the fact that I'm a non-affiliate. And, you know what I mean, because of that, you got other motherfuckers, like I said, especially the OGs. The OGs was really mad and hating on me trying to start shit with me and all that, you know what I mean? But even before the game, because this is before the game, you know what I mean? But even before the game, I always was a smooth motherfucker. I always was level-headed, and I, I always, you know, was of a sound mind. So I never, I never, uh, I never was easy to manipulate or anything like that. So, so, um, so now I'm the Mac rep, right? And uh, the Mac rep do things like, cause, cause you know, um, each each car, as we call it, which is each ethnicity, each car has a different cleaning day. Like today is Friday. Friday might be the Blacks' day to clean the dorm. I felt bad for pops, even though I was young. I understood what was going on, and I felt bad for him. You know what I mean? But. It is what it is, but uh, fortunately, I didn't. I didn't have to deal with child support, so it's a lot about that I don't know. Personally, you know what I mean. <laughs> Damn, turf. That's some fucked up shit. But hey, with a lot of with a lot of cases, it's real. Child support has has made black women a new oppressor. <laughs> they the oppressor now. They oppressing us. And turf, that's some real shit. And see, what black women don't know, I ain't gonna put that on all black women, but the black women who use child support as a weapon against their baby daddy, what they don't understand is if they was to cooperate with their baby daddy, you know what I mean? You can get a whole lot more accomplished. See, and, and, and what it does in a lot of cases, it makes certain fathers, like fortunately my pops wasn't like that. Fortunately my pops wasn't the type of father that was like, well bitch, you got me on child support. You know what I mean? Fuck you and them kids. Yeah, I'll give you some money, but uh. Lives better. I wanna represent an idea. I wanna represent possibilities. I wanna represent the idea that you really can make what you want. One of my favorite books is The the Alchemist, uh, Paulo Coelho. And that's just, I just believe that. I, I believe that I can create whatever I want to create. The first step before anybody else in the world believes it, is you have to believe it. There's no reason to have a plan B because it distracts from plan A. <laughs> I think that there's a certain delusional quality that all successful people have to have. You have to believe that something different than what has happened for the last 
50 yeah. million yeah. years of history, you have to believe that something different can happen. Confucius said, uh, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. Being realistic is the most commonly traveled road to mediocrity. Why would you be realistic? What's the point of being realistic? Each other and at the time I had Google Voice, so I gave them my Google Voice number, so then we started texting and stuff. Very nice guy, he was an old white guy, not really my cup of tea. He was about 65, which now I'm looking back, that's like, ooh. But before I'm like, I don't care because I'm finna make this money. I told him one time like, I needed to get a bus pass, y'all. Long story, I didn't have a car. And the bus pass was like 90 bucks and he sent me the money for that. He was just so, so, so sweet. And he just told me like, okay, soon you gonna get a car, but I gotta see you. So he wanted me to fly to where he was, which I did not feel comfortable with because I didn't know he was like a serial killer and I watched too many scary movies. So I told him, hey, do you mind coming to the A? He was like, yeah, I could come. Just that easy. About a week later, he flew down and I was so nervous, y'all. But I just knew in the back of my head, like I could finally buy a car, y'all. I was so sick of the bus. So he told me that he was coming that Saturday. I went to the mall to buy some clothes. So I went shopping because I'm like, I'm about to get my money back anyway. We still hadn't come up with an arrangement yet, but I knew that it was going to be decent because he was sending me money already. So I went shopping, got some cute clothes because he said he wanted to go out to dinner and here and there. He flew down and we went to the aquarium. We went out to dinner. But let me tell you about my first initial like meeting him in person tall man white with like wrinkly fingers like somebody came through with the first 10 that's telling what's up family blessings blessings to all my loved ones all the fam bam what's up with it <laughs> alina what's up baby <laughs> Who's that right there? Get low. What's up? I, I'm a, uh, I've been too busy to sell the garments, but hopefully I can get freed up and start doing it again. I've been just overwhelmed, you know, spinning them trenches, you know, fighting in this gravel. Mr. White Mike, what's up? Appreciate you back. Clyde, what's up, family? Make sure you like when you come in, everybody. Like when you come in. William, I haven't thought about it yet. I, like I said, I've been too busy, but I'm thinking about doing a book. Again, another book. Probably about manhood. And, uh, you know, then maybe another. Cartier, thank you for that 20, family. Then probably another... Um, an audio book after that, or I might do an audio book of the book. 757, thank you for that. 25, family, I appreciate it. You know, they, he was very protective. I believe that was his calling to protect.
Can I share something with you? I found out about this recently. He helped a young lady that was uh, being beat up by her, her boyfriend, actually at the Brooklyn Bridge. And he got into it, he got out the car, and he, where, he, where he got out to assist this young lady. And the person, the, the boyfriend, literally tried to throw him over the bridge but he fought for his life. But he didn't, he, he would never tell me, you know, all these things. But, you know, since he passed, uh, I've heard so much, you know, that he's done for many, many people. But that's the type of guy he was. like your bottom point when I went to prison like 
that's the bottom of the bottom. They're like hell, goddamn. Not jail, but prison. Prison, like the jail, prison, to everything, you know what I'm saying? Like jail, jail, all of it, you locked up, but when you go to prison, like, that should be something different. How much prison time did you have to do? I just, I just got out. I've been off for like six months. I was locked up for two years. Two years? Yeah, level five, like maximum security prison. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we can. I ain't true. What landed you into prison initially? Like, a few, like, and I was young, I racked up a couple of felonies, like three or four different cases. So then I just got tried for all three, four three or four different cases at one time, like some drug charge, gun charge, you know, like typical young young dude stuff. Was it something that you were able to get a plea deal offered or Yeah, definitely like I had like two good lawyers and they and they and they actually got me a little program but me being me I get to the program and I I I I initially only supposed to be locked up like six to nine months. But in the process of being in there and stuff like that, I ended up turning that to two years. How? I I I I got a program. I got the program. They get my lawyers got me a program. When I went to the program, I stayed in the program like twenty days, and then I got into. It. Like I did, damn good job last night, man. Hey, let me tell you something, man, about that man. And and, and you know, uh, anything you have to say, if you didn't thought about it, it's very important. So you know, forget what people think. But 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 oh, I yeah. mean, see see, people don't understand. They just don't understand the, the the intricacies of conversation. Conversation is an art. And and if you yeah. are actually paying attention to it, you will see when you can jab. You'll see when you got a, a, a uppercut yeah. you can throw. You know, you will see, man, and, and, and that doggone shit. And you was doing that, and, you know, you might not have looked at it like that, but now that you didn't look oh. over and saw it, you man, see all I, the moves was it was at, making was perfect. Yeah, I was looking at it like that, though, when I was in there. Oh, I knew okay. what I was now, doing, man. Hey, 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 let me tell you something, man. You have to have a course. Uh, man, I'm supporting you, man. Yeah, I bought the course, man. Okay, hey, bro, man, okay. Let me put because, this in there, let hey, me put this they, in there what, man. What, Go ahead. Huh, let me say this, man. A couple of years ago, man, I thought I knew a lot of shit and was just this big motherfucker. But, man, really, you know, paying attention to your shit, man, and hearing conversations, man. I used to uh, listen to um, payroll and shit, man, and just hearing niggas and really seeing that confidence in their voice. Man, I didn't go to a whole other level. But I'm saying years ago, I thought I was a nigga and I didn't know shit, man. But now, oh, uh, man, but your course, though, man, I practice it, man. I didn't roll my own notes. It worked, y'all. Whoever listening out there, man. Yo, girl. Thanks. I'm like, my girl's baby W. <gasps> Tight as suck, you draw and eat some lunch with you. You feel me? Hey, do you hear this, man? Can I get your phone number? Oh, my God, my phone broke. Your phone broke? Yeah, you got it. Contact my watch. Contact your watch. What's your watch phone number? Four and five. Put it in there real My quick. hands are full. What is it? Four and five. Two, four, four. All right, bet. My name's Drew. What's your name? Kira. Kira. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm like my girl, DBW. I gotta suck you dry, eat some lunch with you. What's your name is? Wanda. Can you get your phone number, Wanda? Yeah, four one five. Yeah, put in my phone for me. Oh, I'll go 
out to the boat or something, get some crab legs, something. All right, man, thank you, one nice meeting you. My name's Gerald. Yeah, Gerald, all right. Damn, excuse me, miss, I don't know your name, but I seen you from across the room. And I got to admit, you got my attention. Yo, yeah, you got a man? It's complicated. It's complicated. Well, shit, you looking a lot like my next girlfriend then. Okay, what's your name? Real, my name Gerald. What's your name? Nice to meet you, Gerald. Is what's your you name? Serious? Can I have your phone number? Uh huh. Hell yeah, hold up, lock me. Lock me in right now. Lock me in right now? Alright, bet. Can I get a hug for you, go? Shit, damn, hold up. Damn, you fine. Excuse me, brother. You fine as hell. Real. So you got a man? You ain't got no man? I'm gonna say the hell with him anyway. But I am not gonna take your money because that would be exploitation when I know you are not ready to do anything to change yourself. And that's how we must be with our people. Those who want it, let's give it to them. But for those who don't want it, there's nothing you can do with them except leave them be. You know, I happen to <clears throat> I happen to agree with you on this topic right here. Um, you're not we're not gonna be able to save everybody. Like it is naive to think that every single um black person is going to, you know, come come into the knowledge of themselves and and yes there are some that are going to battle you like like it's going to be your life or their life type of situation and i don't think it's unreasonable to um to state that fact really i think i think on that point i think people are just trying to like oh you see what he said he's supposed to be about <laughs> black people but then exactly. you know he exactly. uh he's talking about on this case you know uh hurting black people what what, what do you think about that diggle what do you think about this what we're talking about are you frozen uh no, no, no. Oh, I no, I didn't, I didn't realize you were you were coming to me. Um, I think there is a lot of uh, I guess for lack of better word, beating up blacks. Because each guest that we had up here, that's part of the, the UBN that started it, and you know they say they're the founding members. They all said the same thing. They all said that they kind of had to join a brotherhood because the Spanish and the, the Latin community was coming at them so crazy, they had to kind of come together and, and stand their ground. I, I, I keep the stats. I know the numbers. It was not like that. No, mm -hmm. Unless lot. it was underground. Okay. Warden, that, that's what they all say. Warden, I have, to, I have to stop you. No, you don't. Well, you can bring it. I, I have to stop you. No, no, no I'm just right. saying because, because, and shout out to your beautiful wife, she's kind of agreeing with what the Bloods were saying. She's shaking her head. She's young. She's, <laughs> she's young. She don't know. She's kind of agreeing. She you were there from the beginning stage, exactly. Water. You were there from the beginning. The, the the rumor is, or what they're saying is that there was, they were out. Even the Latin kings themselves, when I spoke to them, told me that it was more of them than there were more than black people. It was more of them. There was a lot of them. 
Like every black person, it was about five Hispanics. This is what they told me. Black people told me. So where did where where? Wait, wait. They would say they was outnumbering the blacks in jail. Yes, that's what yeah. they said. And Rikers? Or no, C- they wasn't. I never saw no stats like that. Or C ninety five. I don't know. Maybe 95 had a lot of Hispanic, but I don't never remember them outnumbering the brothers in there. <laughs> never. I never saw no stats where it was more Hispanic. I mean, I, I mean, I can always go back and look it up and come back up here and tell you some real numbers. Let's go, but Cap. My, really? You know, Let's go, Lord, and talk. Shoot, but I never saw it like that. Come on. And our people coming up out of slavery, they were trying to do whatever they could do to live because everything was a law against that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't try to be legalistic and put myself like, you know, obeying this and obeying that, even though I'm about to die. So I'm going to tell you, if I'm about to die, there's a, there's a whole bunch of things I'm going to I'm gonna fight to live. I'm going to fight to live. I remember uh, they had this plane crash where these, I don't know if they was rugby players or they were soccer players. It was back in the 70s. Uh, and the movie's called I'm Alive. And the plane crashed. And I'm sure them people in their mind would feel that they would never, ever eat a human body. Well, they, pl- they crashed on this mountain. It was nothing but snow. And, and, and some of their people died. And the people to live had to eat the, the frozen bodies, parts of their friends. And I'm thinking right now I would never do it. But I couldn't say what I wouldn't do. When my life was on the line, the preservation of life. So I'm trying to bring things in the context for you. The preservation of life trumps law. And our people have been in a condition where God has allowed us to be because of our behavior and are not serving him to be in this space. If you read through the scriptures, there was a time that they were saying that the people of God was eating their own children. Bow down to nobody to become your boyfriend. I like, man, I'm not nobody's motherfucking boy sin and, and you could just hear the spirit of lying in her voice sin i'm not asking you to be my boyfriend i know that you're a pimp i know what i gotta do all i'm asking is if i break myself to you and i fully give myself to you and i become your whole and things like that you know uh i just want time i don't want to be just another bitch. I want to feel special. I want to feel, you know what I mean, uh, uh, special with you. I'm like, I'm like, no, you want to be my girlfriend. She started laughing. And the reason why the bitch started laughing, because she knew it was true. But there's nobody's fault but mine. Because when a bitch is able to call you at all times of the day, you know what I mean? And she's able to talk to you and y'all sitting over there, you know what I mean, talking and laughing and all of this shit. You know what I mean? And you laughing and you smiling and, you know, when she called, you ready to smile and all of this shit. That's your fault. And that was my fault. You know what I mean? I had to tell Freeze, bro, I appreciate you. You was right. You was right. I was for, I, I was wrong for that. Yeah, the bitch wanted me to be booed up. Sandwiches, uh, uh, they have chicken sandwiches in, in, in Haunted Castle. And sometimes <laughs> I even go to Sunken Donuts. But, hey, listen, I tell you, leave that chicken alone. 
You know, you better get back to where you got to go because you don't even know how old that chicken is. And that beef you be eating, you don't know how old that. That cow could have been born when your mama was born. And they froze that bad boy up all those years and you don't even know. You don't even know if that's chicken. That could be horse meat. You don't know. And anytime you go into a buffet and you see everything chopped up, you better pray that's food. You don't even know what that is. They say that, that that's chicken. You don't know if that's chicken. That's chopped up so much. That could be anything. You don't know what you're eating. So, I mean, people may get caught up on that Popeye sandwich. But I'm getting caught up on the fact that you're eating flesh. And you are what you eat. You eat a chicken, you're a chicken. You take on the aspects of what you ingest. So you eat chicken, you're a chicken. You eat pig, you're a pig. You eat cow, you're a cow. And if you fish, you eat fish, then you're a fish. I tell people, I nothing with a mouth go in my mouth. And then when you think of, of how we eat and the time that we eat, there are certain things that you should not eat according to the time of day. That's why it's called break fast. Because when you wake up, you're breaking your arms underneath it. Don't look at me. Just listen to my voice. That's all you got to do. Six months down the line, I seen him. He was in a cell with a, a pamper. A, not, it wasn't a pamper, but he had sheets wrapped around his genital areas and his, and, his, and his butt. And he was shaking the gate. And he was shaking the gate so bad, I was trying to say, yo, what's up, man? People were saying, yo, yo, WAP, there's no need to even say nothing to him. They shot him up with Thurzine. They shot him with Thurzine. They shot him up with Thurzine so bad, come to find out that he went crazy. I'm in seven block. Motherfucker, bagging ass police up in there. Gonna tell me. Now, I don't want to eat nothing in the mess over. You know, when you hit the hallways, this is where you make your moves at. Make your contacts at. So the nigga gonna tell me. Then I ain't going over, but you like anybody else out. Hey, look, hey, hey, over some. Put him, don't look at me. Put him back in the cell, take off those pajamas, and put some pants on. I told the nigga straight down. I said, yo, if you don't let me out, I said, I guarantee you, when you open up this motherfucking gate, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. And I said, everything you heard about me, you about to experience and witness it and be a victim of the motherfucking shit and think I'm playing. We have a group of inmates who have a propensity for violence, and they don't care about... Their fellow inmates, they don't care about a correctional officer. When correctional officers feel that you are getting uh, getting out of hand, they will shoot you up with them drugs. And we must do everything in our system that we can to protect our people and protect other inmates. Which is Essentially, the next day, he sends me a, a message or an email stating that they were going to back out of the event. Uh, wait, 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 but let's pause for a second. So a guy who continuously brings up that he don't want to be judged for being a crack dealer because that's I, you know i've dealt with this because i've done videos like like the one that i sent you from two years ago and i brought it up in the context ain't nothing wrong with being with with being somebody who went to prison we go to prison at rates like never seen before i've written on it the problem i see is when you come out and you you have it, especially if you did something that involved moral character, and you haven't changed or adjusted, and you, you manipulate and you use people, however be the case. So I come back to it, he don't want to be judged for the crack dealing, but then he's playing this respectability card, it sounds like, with your background. Is that right? Right. Uh, yeah, that's why. And, and, and to just... 
to touch on that, I'm going to just kind of jump over some stuff. Essentially, what, what Jay has done in the recent weeks and, and how he's tried to position this whole this whole uh, fallout with me is he now is trying to use my past again because he throws his wife out into it, right? So he's trying mm-hmm. to make it seem like me and his wife had some sort of a disagreement or disrespected his wife and call her a bitch or something like that to, to now go like, oh, I had to protect my queen and all that stuff. He's lied his ass off. Like, at no point, and up until recently, did I even say anything that was in disrespect towards. And because they, you man. know, they don't know until they get behind the wall how different it is, man. They think oh, that, man. you know. That, hey, that dude who has fuck you, his hood on his face ten times, he cries. Yeah. That dude, I hear him cry. He'll cry to me. Yeah. Man, Wes, man, it's, it's my daughter's birthday. I'm never gonna fucking see her again, man. I'm like, you shouldn't have booked that cop, fool. You fucking, you were out for 10 minutes and you, and you banged on that CO. I mean, I, I was in the back, okay? I was in the shoe. And one of the craziest little kids from EMF, the biggest hood in, that runs the back for the homies, for the south side. This kid slips his cuffs, puts them around his fucking hands, and lights up two fucking cops. Just lacerates the shit out of their faces. Grabs their spray, soaks their faces with the spray, lights the building up, and we're banging the doors. <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, shit, damn. And, and then, then he smashes the can off the cop's head. And, he just, and both the cops are just laid out. He, he lit them up with the, with the cuffs around his hand like, like brass fucking knuckles. Mm-hmm. Just lit them up. From then on, they took him to BMU for like three weeks after that. From then on, he had to go to the cages in the shoe with a cameraman, two sergeants, two cops, and in full shackles. Damn. And I mean, because... He was just a bad motherfucker, man. And then he would cry to me, and he would seriously say, man, Wes, you really think I'm washed up? You think I'm getting... I said, you're the only one making it. You're the only one here who's for sure washed up from what, you, <laughs> what I've seen you do. <laughs> he said, I've seen it. Cause um, tomorrow afternoon, and um, nephew, if you're watching this, we need to get that second interview done. So if you get all for all you guys that haven't, go watch my uh, nephew and I's interview. Um about him being blind having to do time in the county jail with a disability um it's in my videos if you haven't watched it go check it out smash that like button and subscribe so hopefully we'll be bringing you that part two interview this week and then um we'll go from there so once again thank you all to all my goon squad for continuing to rock with me keep smashing that like button share my videos and uh, subscribe. I will continue to leave my PayPal link in the bottom. Like I said yesterday, you don't have to donate, but if you want to, you can. That'll help me uh, towards my laptop uh, to get a, a better laptop, just to get better stuff for the channel, right? So if you want to donate, you can. Awesome. Thank you. I much appreciate that. If you don't want to, then you just give me the bird and just continue to watch my channel. Peace out. It might be it might, might might not be corny to you. It's just corny shit, man. It's you like you don't think you overreacted. You don't no. think that you don't think you you know. Because sometimes when we come across somebody based off of his, because I've been around him before, I can see a type of you know he's cool, but I can see what type of energy that he that he might give off. I'm saying like, is it a, is it a conversation? It's a is conversation. It, 
you so know, it was response to certain things. That's what I'm asking you. Like, is it, is it, did it become like a personality thing? Was it? A- it was a personality clash. It was, it, you know, it was on more than two occasions mm-hmm. that we had personality clashes. But y'all didn't have an argument. It was no, just- we didn't have, because I didn't, I didn't push it to that way. You know, I didn't, I didn't do that. Like, um, one time we had, um, I think is, I think it was probably a Wu Tang concert or some shit. I forgot. It was either Dipset, Wu Tang, something. I think we had the garden, and Raekwon, him and Raekwon is taking a picture. Him, Raekwon, I think Meth and somebody else. So Raekwon, be like, come on, mice, your mice, jump in this picture. Try to jump in the picture, you know. I ain't even thinking about Trav. I'm not thinking nothing. So boom, a week or two later, we in the airport. We just chilling. I'm coming. I see him. He like, oh, yo, what's up? I'm like, what's up? I get a nigga. Nah, he called. Yo, come over here. Come over here. So I come. I'm like, what's up? What's up? He telling his man. He like, yo. Yo, guess what happened? Last week, I'm taking a picture. With- Stop right here, man. Let me open this thing up for Proverbs 31 3. I'm, I'm finna pop it over right now, man. Alright, here we go, Proverbs 31 3. Bam, got it. I got one of the old vibe, man, with the big pictures in it, man. Let me see. Alright, 313, give not thy strength to, unto women. Yeah, it says unto women, unto women, man. I got an old Bible, man. It might have been changed in like the New King James Version or something. It says, give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. Give not thy ways, give not thy strength to unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroyeth kings. That's cold game right there, man. So, look, man, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. It was great, man. It was it was 1010, man. I enjoyed having everybody through. Uh Tamara Reese, I appreciate you coming in here while and out. Um, Sean Parker, man, I appreciate it. All right, AP, I see, I see you hung around a little bit, man. Dan F and Dizzle, man. I appreciate it. Rich Life 412. Anthony English. Is it? Okay, that's real. Three four seven. Wait, wait, wait. That sounds like two four zero. I want three four seven to answer that. Three four three four seven. You got me mixed up with the other dude. I didn't answer that question. I know you didn't. That's what I'm saying. He, I want three four seven to answer that question. What's your answer? <clears throat> yeah, I, I want you to answer because you the one brought up the scenario about the gym, right? No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's the other dude. I brought up the swagger situation. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. You're right. Okay, two four zero. You was right to answer. Uh, and you say you just didn't have it in you. That's your answer, right? Yeah. Listen, 240, listen to me. Listen to why you have it in you. You have it in you because, first, let me tell you how you can tell you don't have it in you. Let's say me and you went to the gym together to work out, and you sat down or went to wherever you was going to do your first set, and you noticed this brawl. 
and she giving you big action. And, and I'm saying to you, after she passed by, damn, motherfucker, didn't you see that bitch? You know why you didn't get her? See, that's missing your action. But what I'm saying about, uh, you know, not thinking you got what it takes to get your action, you... I don't believe that bullshit. You believe that bullshit. I don't repeat fucked up punk shit like that because that ain't what's happening. Fuck a fake. Although I can identify with what they saying because I remember when I first started pimping, woo woo woo. You know, I was trying to act like I was a motherfucker faking. But let me tell you something. Faking gonna get you put in a position where you have to represent. And I saw that by seeing some other motherfuckers faking, and they got put in a position. And right there, since I'm sharp, I seen I ain't doing no more faking. <laughs> yeah, I ain't. the nigga got. Tossed, tossed like a salad because he was faking. Right. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you, bro, 808, a lot of shit you did say, I felt. Hey, let me get these other guys in. Hold on, 808. 954, I'm bringing you in, but don't say nothing. 347, I'm bringing you back in, but don't say nothing. 808, I yeah. fucking saw a lot of shit in what you saying that do represent potential but that same shit is what you see in yourself that's why you run your mouth and you think that you got whatever to say already but you don't and you need to be quiet you need to quit running your fucking mouth you need to go up to a decision you got to make some kind of motherfucking decisions you ain't got to tell me you want to hope for me or none of that kind of goddamn shit but that would be cool too because I done had that happen that fast, but you want to make some kind of goddamn decisions. You ain't finna motherfucker be fucking with me just talking to me, and you ain't finna make no decisions, bitch. Like you motherfucking Monty Hall-ass motherfuckers. You guys let a bitch ride with you for three days. This bitch ain't made no decisions. Bud ain't doing that. Because you don't have to, bro. So, you know, I just let them know. I got to go. You know, but I ain't really saying it in a mean way. I'm just letting them know I'm busy as hell. You know, and I might have faked you know, made my phone, told my bra to call me, and, you know, I might have told one of my bitches to call me in 15 minutes, you know, so I can interrupt what I'm saying, and then when the motherfucker call, oh, shit, it's important, I got to go. You know, something like that. I'm playing, always. I don't just be with no fucking bitch. I'm playing, always, always be playing. You know, everything I do is about playing, man. If I, if I tell my bitch to call me when the bitch call me, so I can say, bitch, what? When I say it like that, I know this hoe sitting next to me, she's like, oh, my God, how would he answer the phone like that for And then she going to hear why. Bitch, how much motherfucking money you got? Well, that shit, that's all the fuck you got, seven, man, 800, whatever you got. Damn, bitch, you know, that shit. Put that shit over there so I can get it later on when I can, you know, whatever I say. I'm talking to the bitch in the car, though, really. I'm not talking to my hoe. My hoe know this. She already know what the fuck to do. I'm just talking to the bitch in the car. There's so much shit in your face that turns you off. You did, but what motherfuckers gotta understand, this is, we live in the most distracting times ever. You know, I can be a motherfucking distraction to you. If you spend too much time on the internet watching me, that could be a problem for you. Even though you might gain something from watching me, you might learn a whole lot of shit by watching me. 
or anybody else on the internet. But if you spend too much time doing that shit, it can serve as a distraction to you. It's so much shit that's distracting to you, no matter where you go. You know, when you're on your phone, social media is so motherfucking cold now, you don't even have to be logged in to get notifications. That shit ain't cool. I might log out of Instagram, log out of Facebook, and my phone is still getting notifications. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? That shit is crazy. I logged out because right now I don't want to have nothing to do with that shit. I want to come to it later when I'm ready to do that shit. You did? But that shit ain't nothing but a distraction. Because Bro, my advice to you is going to be money advice. I don't going to get full philosophical bro get you some money you're gonna feel different straight you, up it might you might even all that other advice i could have gave you this the short version you know get you a couple dollars man you're gonna feel different obviously having a passion for music since day one the dream and the vision was to um you know start a label and start a, a music movement a music brand and then just thinking like as a chess player, you know, assuming that we would have success in music, the next thing became, dang, what will we do next? And just looking at the blueprint that people like Jay and Puff laid, we like wanna, you know, offer our opinion into fashion. Yeah, so <clears throat> the actual brand, the name of the brand obviously is the marathon. And it just stands for endurance. It stands for staying down. It stands for like not quitting, accepting the ups and downs of whatever game you commit yourself to and riding it out. You feel me? Because, you know, that's the reality of, uh, you know, success or greatness that it come with a roller coaster ride, you know? So I think that anybody could apply the marathon concept to what they do, if it's sports, if it's fashion, if it's music, um, if it's hustling, whatever, you just on a you on a marathon, you know, so to make that the basis of our, you know, fashion line, um I look at it like, you know, we honor the people that ain't quit. Hey, excuse me, guys. I'm getting a lot of complaints about you two guys. Uh -huh. I'm getting complaints about your mask. You guys looking like gang members. You guys are scaring people. No, it's just serious. It's serious. You guys are like gang members. They're saying that your masks are, they're not standard. Okay. You guys got Twitter, right? Yeah. You guys follow the Trump, the president? Yeah. He said you can't be wearing bandanas. You look like thugs. You look like criminals. You need to have on some real masks, okay? All right? So you got to take those off. You got to leave the store. All right. All right? You got masks right here for you right here. Disposable mask. You're here to look like gang members, man. Are you a blood? Nah. Are you a crip? No. Nope. Okay. You gotta get rid of those masks. Oh, hold, 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 where are you going? Gotta get rid of them now. Yeah. Yeah, now. Two right there for you right there. I got 
Yeah, those are not real masks. Hey. We're prank right now, man. I got a YouTube channel, man. YouTube? Yeah, follow me on YouTube. Hey, sir, we've been getting a lot of complaints about you. They saying your mask stinks. <laughs> it's not a proper mask that you have on. I seen you on Facebook, man. So, uh. <laughs> what's up, man? I seen you on Facebook, man. I seen you. I already seen it. All right, man. Man, yo, fuck with me. Oh my God, man! I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of complaints about you right now. They saying you won't put your mask on properly. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, need your mask on properly. You're not supposed to have on disposable mask anyway. It says where does it say that? The tweet this morning from the president. Oh, okay. The president tweeted this morning, said no disposable mask. Okay. So I'm gonna need you to, you know, get your stuff together and hurry up and get out of here because you're you're here too long. You're spreading corona. You know, people are here getting sick. Cases going up. I'm All corona. Yeah, because of you. People like you wearing disposable masks. You need to dispose of that disposable mask. How is, it, how is there something wrong with this? Do you have Twitter? I don't have Twitter. Do you follow, follow the president? I don't. You need to follow the president. You need to follow the instructions, okay? I don't okay, have to write well, you up. I don't have to write you up. Write me up? I'm going to write you up. Write me up for what? What's your name? You're being in subordination right now. What are you doing? Are you... I'm going to start recording you. No, you can record me all you want. What's your name? What? what you are... I'm going to write you a ticket. You're a ticket? A ticket yes. for what? I'm security at Walmart. I'm gonna write you a ticket for not having your mask on. You don't follow the president. You don't follow the president. You don't have Twitter. No, you don't know the rules. You're walking around with a disposable mask on. I'm gonna write you up. What's your name? Write your ticket. Write your fine. What's your name? If there's a mask that's made, what's your name? Answer me. If there's a mask. YouTuber. My name is Gerald Houston. Look me up on the internet. I'm gonna look you up right now because you're bullshitting. I'm not bullshitting. I'm a popular YouTuber, Gerald Houston. Oh, excuse me, man. We've been getting a lot of complaints about the smell of your mask. A lot of customers have been coming here complaining. About I doubt the... that. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Okay. I keep having customers complain about the smell of your mask, so I'm going to have to have you either remove your mask or to leave the store, one or the other. Like, seriously. Okay, where? I'm here with the customer with the smelly mask, uh, the yeah. black sandals. Okay. Like, I don't know why the last time you washed your mask or changed your mask. You're gonna leave like that? You're gonna listen to no authority? Yo, security, I need help on uh, aisle A15. <laughs> hey, excuse me, ma'am. We're getting a lot of complaints about the smell of your mask. Excuse me. We're getting a lot of complaints about the smell of your mask. All the customers in here are saying your mask stinks. You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. When was the last time you washed your mask? What are you even talking about right now? When was the last time you washed your mask? You got people here complaining about the smell of your mask. What? I'm so tired of people talking to me about this. Put mask. your mask what back you on your even? face. You might have corona. Put your mask back on your back. face. Give me six feet. Why you no. You're don't supposed to have on a mask that doesn't smell. Did you check the Twitter this morning? Did you get on Twitter this morning? I don't have a Twitter. You didn't get on Twitter? But that doesn't make sense. The what president said, wash your mask every day. Sir, I got, I'm in a rush. I got to get out of here. I don't have time for the bullshit. Well, your so. mask stinks. People okay. in here complaining about the that smell of your mask. Sense. Your, your mask stinks. My mask don't stink. I'm at work. I wash it every day. That's time you wash your mask. I just wash my fucking mask on Sunday. Sun my mask. Who is close enough Today to smell Today is Wednesday. My mask you say you wash your mask. This is my job. You can smell my mask. You're trying to fuck I ain't trying to smell your mask.